What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the TSK Show. I'm your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar, and I'm joined by my co-host, the one and only Mr. 360, Tyler Pacholke. Before we start the show, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on social media, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Pacholke. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Anchor as well, and we are now on Spotify. Just type in keyword TSK Show to find us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you decide to listen to the TSK Show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. On this episode of the TSK Show, Tyler and I will preview Week 7 in the NFL with the TSK Show Power Rankings and our Picks of the Week. Tyler is also going to rank his top 10 coaching jobs so far this season and the return of an old segment, the two-minute drill. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the sports kingdom. Welcome to the sports kingdom. Welcome to the sports kingdom. What's going on, TP? How you doing, man? It's uh, good to be back recording again. Best time of the year. It's upon us. Yep. The NBA season is a little under a week away. We're in the thick of the NFL season. It's it's the best time of the year for sports, I feel like. It's, it's the best run. Uh, May, October, November. This is the good stuff. December. Yep. So, uh, like I said in the intro, this episode is the NFL Week 7 preview show. Uh, I figured we'd start it out with recapping how our, our fantasy teams are doing so far in the TSK, yeah. in the TSK show fantasy football league, yeah. Uh, overall in fantasy last week, I went two and one in my three leagues, so that was uh, pretty good. In the TSK show league, I beat uh, your buddy Steven, one sixty five point four to one fifty five point six. So it, it did come down to the wire a little bit, uh, but I was almost able to beat him by uh, almost ten. Uh, some big names for me that had some big games last week were Aaron Donald and Eric Kendricks. Two of my individual defensive players. Always nice getting a big production out of them. I got 12.5 points out of Aaron Donald and 13.5 out of Eric Kendricks. That's good. Yeah. No, you love to see that from uh, the defensive players. Uh, and then Carlos Hyde got me 18.5 points in the flex, so that was nice. I got lucky, though. Steven had Stefan Diggs, and he dropped 41 on me. But uh, the rest of his team didn't really do jack shit. There it is. I'm a... Uh... I'm embarrassed to say I'm still searching for my first victory. Oh, no. I'm over, last place. Um, you and Corey, right? Matt, Corey's 1-1 now. Oh, okay. And the uh, worst part is, it's like, uh, I think this week was my lowest point, like scoring, but uh, I've been losing close games, you know? Just haven't ca- caught that dub yet. I got to win, win out. To go over 500. Oh, boy. So I had to go 7-6. I got to win the last seven. That's a tall task. It's a tall task, but I like my team, so I got I to gotta rock behind it. You looking to make any trades or shake I, things up? Or? I made a trade. Who'd you trade? Trade Tom Brady and I trade Josh Gordon. Oh, so two Patriots. Trade two Patriots. I couldn't count on the offense from Gordon and uh, just because, you know, I'm a Patriots role. Yeah. Um... And then Brady, uh, I was just having this issue trying to pick between Brady and Russ every week, and I just wanted to clear that issue up. I knew there was a player that had Breeze on his team, so he was on in need of a quarterback, so I felt like 
I could kind of get rid of that issue of guessing who to start every week. No. Start Russ every week. Makes sense. Get rid of Brady. And then I upgraded my wide receiver position going from Josh Gordon to Larry Fitzgerald. Ooh, old reliable. So I, like it. I got Larry Fitzgerald and Stafford, who's going to be my backup, which I'm a big Stafford fan. So, you know, I don't really need a backup with Russ. Yeah. I just need to play that one week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like I did. I did all right. I I didn't lose. I didn't lose any starters. I upgraded one starter. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, uh, so your own six in the TSK show league. How, yeah. about, how about your other leagues? Um, my other my other money league. I'm four and two. Okay, think, that's uh, pretty good. Yeah, I'm tied for first in my division. So uh, I'm doing solid in that league. Uh, Mike Evans has been good. He had like that. He had like that career game, and then two weeks later. He uh, had the goose egg zero. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that I mean that league's been solid, and I'm just getting Tyreek back, so yeah, I'm I'm looking to make the push. I got Lamar Jackson in that league. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm three and three overall in the TSK show league. I'm three and three in one of my other money leagues, and then I'm four and two in my third money league. I was having a bit of a dilemma. I texted you last night. I was like, I don't know who to start uh, in one of my other leagues, either Carson Wentz against the Cowboys, Jared Goff against Atlanta. You said you would stick with Goff. I've yeah. actually been starting Wentz all season. Yeah, I think and, you're uh, Goff in that one. Yeah, so uh, Goff's getting his first start for me this week. Rams are looking to, to bounce back, so we'll see what happens. He's got a lot to prove, therefore he's got a lot of upset. Yeah, definitely. So I'm, I'm definitely looking for a big game from him. But moving on. Uh, I know we haven't done our power rankings and our picks of the week in two weeks. So uh, why don't we refresh everybody and let everybody know where the TSK Show power rankings stand. All right, let's do it. Um, as per usual, I'm going to start out with number 10. Uh, I'm going to go with the Houston Texans at 4-2. This is a team that's kind of like bouncing out of the top 10 ever since we started the show. Um, they'll go stretches in it and out it. Uh, look to get like a little over 500 to win that division. Um, but right now, I just think, you know, Deshaun Watson's playing really, really good football. He's, he's the MVP candidate, in my mind, probably top five player right now. Um, so I got to roll with him, and I think Bill O'Brien's a great coach. So that defense has always been solid. Um, so, yeah, I got I got Houston at 4-2, number 10 team in the, in the league, just, just squeaking out those L.A. Rams. Okay, as well. I mean, it's it's purely because of quarterback play. I just think you know, when you got Deshaun Watson, you got you got a you got a shot. No, listen, it's it's tough to to make an argument for the Rams to be in the top ten right now. They're they're three and three, and there's a lot of good teams ahead of them. A lot of pressure, a lot of pressure on those guys right now. A lot of pressure on golf to perform and carry the team uh, rather than work off the of Gurley, and then Bay's got a coach. Yep. So. Uh, but yeah, I give Houston the edge right now. Makes and sense. And at number nine, I got another team that's kind of similar to the Rams as far as positioning, and that's Dallas Cowboys at three and three. Um, I'm keeping the Dallas Cowboys in the top ten just because of how talented they are. I really do feel like Dak is their weakness. You think they're more talented than the Rams? I think that their talent is yes. Uh, I think because of Zeke. I think Zeke and the offensive line are what the Rams don't have and okay. what the Rams used to have. Um, so I think Zeke and the run game is really the big difference because it's not like – I think the defenses are a wash. I think Dallas' defense playing better. Um, but 
uh, LA's is more talented. Um, and then as far as our offense, I think Dallas's offense is as talented as anybody's okay. in the league. Amari Cooper is better than any receiver the Rams got. Zeke's better than any running back. So, and their offensive line is better. Um, but yeah, I, I like Dallas as far as like the 500 and below teams to really bounce back and like win their division, get a hold of their, get a hold of their season and get close to 10 wins. Okay. Uh, number eight, I got Baltimore. Um, kind of one of the better better stories of the year, in my opinion. Uh, John Harbaugh is doing a great job over there. Four and two with the you know second year pro, Lamar Jackson, uh, surprising everybody. Get the most out of Lamar, playing you know playing to their strengths. Yeah, and they obviously just made a huge deal with the Rams trading. Yeah, the ultimate winner I think from yesterday. Yeah, tr- the Ravens ended up. Yeah, the Rams. The Ravens ended up trading uh, Kenny Young in a draft pick for Marcus Peters. So Marcus Peters, obviously the star cornerback for the Rams. He was a big part of that defense. But listen, he gambled a lot, and it, it ended up biting him in the ass too many times, I feel like. and yeah. Well, that's the kind of corner. <clears throat> that's a Richard Sherman kind of thing, too. I mean, when you play that aggressively and that in your face, every now and then you're going to get beat deep. But when it's and not, his effort wasn't always. His effort was questionable, which is never what you want. Yeah, and when it's when that type of play isn't resulting in wins. But playing with, it's playing it, with the Ravens, I think he's going to step up and be a new guy. Oh yeah, I think he's going to he's going to do very well for them. But listen, they the Rams traded Marcus Peters, but they ended up making the big splash and landing Jalen Ramsey, which we'll get into in a little bit. Yeah, but we we can't involve the Rams in the. First three teams we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got it. I'm a little upset, Tyler. How I can got, you blame me? All right, ten. They ten. They were arguably a top ten. Nine. Dallas is three and three. Rams are three and three. I get it. But Baltimore, I can't. No, bring. Ba- no. Baltimore is clearly ahead of the Rams. But Baltimore, I can't bring the Rams in, so we're gonna have to stop with the Rams talk while we're doing the power rankings. Well, we we have to talk about the Rams and the Ravens. They just made a trade. Well, we can talk about Marcus Peters and them being the winner. Yeah, that's fine. And I think that the Rams got offense, they got defense, they've got a great offensive game plan. Um, they're well coached. So uh, the Steelers are down. I mean, the Steelers. Yeah. Are, the Steelers are down. The Browns haven't earned their stripes yet. Um, Baltimore is the kind of the, the king of the hill at that point. Yeah. Um, number seven, I got Minnesota. As much as I hate to say it, they're <laughs> looking solid. Um, Dalvin Cook looking like you know. One of the best running backs in the league right now. Yeah, this is what he looked like before he got injured, so it's nice to see it bounce back. Yep. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, Stephon Diggs, it was it was questionable there for a while if he was going to be in. Huge yeah. game. Um, comes back, has a monster game. I think they're good there. He only talked crap about the quarterback. He had a monster game. So, uh, probably the best wide receiver tandem in the league. One, you know, at least top five. Um and that defense, you know, solid as ever. Eric Kendrick's coming what, up big for me. What everybody kind of, you know, talks about first when they talk about Minnesota. So, um, I got Minnesota's number seven. Number six, um, number six, I'd like to say to Richard Sherman that I'm going to keep my same energy. <laughs> I'm going to keep him at number six. I'm not going to put him at number five. They were in my top ten last time we talked. They were nope. three now. Um, and now I do not have them in my top five. I got them at number six at five and out. 
I'll give him credit. Win five games. Beat the Rams. Um, huge win. Huge win. Garoppolo, I don't know if he's lost since he's been a starter there. So, uh, and I think Kyle Shanahan's done one of the better coaching jobs in the league, if not the best job. And I got them at number six. But yeah. I really, I really like them as, I really have them as the favorite out of these ten to fall off. That makes sense. I still, I'm going to keep my same energy, just like Richard Sherman's asked me to do. Yeah, just keep and, doubting them. And, and I'm going to keep doubting them. I, I don't like them to do anything. They make the playoffs, they lose first game. Their defense has been absolutely incredible, though. And they've invested a lot in that defense. A lot of first-round picks on their defense. Yeah, I mean, the Niners' defense, they're number one in passing yards per game. Number As a team, they're, uh, they're number one in rushing TDs. They're number two in yards per game, number two in passer rating, number two in first downs per game, number two in points per game, number six in rushing yards per game. It's crazy what that defense is doing. That's what happens, man. You take care of the ball with a good quarterback. You have a solid run game. You play good defense. You can win football games. Yeah. Easy peasy. You don't even need the skill players. Jimmy, Jimmy know, really... They don't, have, they don't have sexy skill players. Jimmy G really hasn't had to do much for them to win the game. So it's... No, but he's done what he needed to do. Exactly. And that's, uh, that's the mark of the solid He hasn't lost them the game. Exactly. Perfectly put. Um, next one, top five. Let's go. Um, same top five as last week. I got, two weeks Green, ago. I got or two weeks ago, yeah. I got Green Bay, five and one. I'm not gonna lie, they shouldn't be in the top five probably because last game they should have lost to the Lions. Yeah, questionable uh, calls. Real bad refing, real bad. The refing's been awful all year. So, some of the worst I've seen in a while though. That one, you know, two hands to the face, uh, penalties in crucial situations. One led to them being able to sit the ball and kick a field goal for the win, but. They're five and one. They got Rodgers, Matt Lafleur, rookie head coach. Rodgers getting the best out of all those guys. Their defense is playing great. I like Green Bay to be a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I mean they're definitely looking like one of the favorites to come out of the NFC. As as a Seahawks fan like yourself, I, I'm I would start getting ready maybe for a Seahawks Packers NFC Championship game. I'd love that because my you know. I would say arguably my favorite two teams, like if I had to watch two teams play before I kick the bucket, <laughs> it'd probably be Seahawks Packers because those games are always just so wild. Yeah. So wild. Um, then going in at number four, I got Kansas City at four and two. I think there's a lot of excuses to put them down, and especially just watching the first half of the Thursday night game and seeing Patrick Mahomes walk off the field. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is under center. They're not in the top ten team. Huge blow. Um, they need him, but they still have him, and that's why I still I, – I, I'm not going to judge these last two weeks on them as a football team. Even though they're two losses, they're still a top-five team. The defense is playing better than it has the past with Andy Reid. So, um, yeah, I'm going to keep him at number four. Yeah, and the, thir- the Thursday night game currently, it's 20-6 to Kansas City over Denver with a, a little over eight minutes to go in the third quarter. And then coming in the number three, my guys, the Bird Gang itself. And I can just proudly say it's Seattle at number three. They're having a hell of a year, man. <clears throat> Russ is having a MVP year, man. He's killing year. it. Russ is having a crazy year. No picks. Yeah, that's unreal. No picks. Five and one. He only, doesn't... Lo- only lost in only lost in New Orleans. He doesn't with... have any fumbles either, right? I think he does, actually. I, because 
I'm pretty sure instead of saying zero turnovers, it said zero picks, but I'm not sure on that. I would, I would, I would bet so, just because it'd be crazy not. I'm looking turnovers. it up right now. You, think you can continue. But uh, yeah, I mean, see, I was doing their thing. They got the, they got the young defense. It's being coached up and led by Bobby Wagner, Pete Carroll. Uh, we got, like we said, MVP quarterback. So, you know, we shored up our offensive line. Those guys have played a lot of games together now. We've shored up our defensive stars. We've paid the right people outside of Earl. Um, everybody else is playing good. Uh, uh, this is a Seahawk. This reminds me of the Super Bowl Seahawk team where a lot of these guys coming into the season were unknown. He's got three fumbles and one fumble recovery. So, yeah. technically two. Fumbles, two fumbles lost. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think Seattle's a legit contender this year. Definitely. I mean, listen, they're looking they're looking like the cream of the crop right now in, in the NFC. If Mahomes is down, that's a lot of star power quarterback going down. Yeah. That's a Roethlisberger, a Breeze. No, trust me. I got something for you in, the, in the two-minute drill about this. Yeah, that could be, that could be dangerous. So, Russ, we could see a Seahawks-Patriots revenge game. Uh, which I think is, would be one of the better marketable games for the Super Bowl. That'd be crazy. Coming in at number two, I got the only team to beat the Seattle Seahawks. That's the New Orleans Saints. Led by the undefeated Teddy Two Gloves. He's been killing God, it. God, I just love watching. I love watching him like succeed outside of the Hawks game, <laughs> which I did not watch. Only Hawks game I've missed this year. And, uh, yeah, man, Teddy. I, I got I to gotta shout out Teddy while I can, you know. Camara, he gets all the praise. Drew's out. We know what Drew can do. We know what Mike Thomas can do. We know what Sean Payton can do. Yeah. Uh, Sean Payton, actually, he deserves a bit of a shout-out, rolling with the backup quarterback, doing his thing. Uh, Teddy Two goes, man, can't say enough. I think the Saints are still a scary-ass team to play. Yeah, no, I'm definitely happy for, for Teddy Bridgewater and what he's been able to accomplish in the absence of Drew Brees. And listen, I, I said it a few, a few weeks ago. There's a reason the Saints made him the highest-paid backup quarterback in the league. Yes, sir. And he's proven that right now. And I think when his time is up in the with New Orleans, he could get a starting job somewhere. I think, you know, I think when it, this is a weird thing to say. And I, I don't think you'd ever see anyone ever talk about this. But it's like this last two years, the New Orleans Saints could quite possibly have the best quarterback scenario ever. I mean, we saw, we saw Rodgers behind Far. We saw Young behind Montana, but to have a Drew Brees, arguably the best quarterback in the game, and that's comparing him to the Tom Brady and the Aaron Rodgers of the world. Drew Brees is right there. In fact, leads all of them statistically. Technically, yes. And then backup quarterback, you got the highest paid quarterback in the league, and a, a bona fide starter for sure. Backup quarterback, Pro- yeah. Yeah, highest highest backup in the league, bona fide starter, probably could start for ten teams. Yeah, and then your third quarterback, Jason Hill, is a guy that gets a ton ton of reps, and you have an entire offensive back. No team yeah. in the history of football has ever had. Like, Jason Hill's a Swiss Army knife. There is no situation they they cannot handle a quarterback. Yeah, it's the best it's the best quarterback rotation I've ever seen. It's so genius to use your third stringer like that. Um, yeah, listen. It's not to get off on a tangent about that, but that's but that's they set themselves up for success. They knew that Breeze is at an older age, rely on a quarterback. Let's give this kid that everybody else is counting out, Teddy Bridgewater, a shot. 
Because yeah. Injury. It's funny. I As you were saying all of that, I, I realized I said that Teddy Bridgewater could get a starting job somewhere else. He doesn't need to go anywhere else. Drew Brees is on the tail end of his career. It's his team, really. Yeah, no, I mean, I think he's done a great fit for the time being, you know, just ride it out every contract. Yeah, he clearly understands the system. He can get a job He can get a job elsewhere, and he can, he can stay in the good situation that he's in. Uh, and then we're going to wrap it up with the, with the boys in the Boston. The Death Star. The boys in Boston. The Death Star. Brady and the boys. Ugh. The boys in Belichick. The fact yeah. that they're 6-0, oh, man. This is how it is, man. Arguably an undefeated team. Brady's too old, right? He's just too old. He, he can't play, man. It's he's unreal. He's too old. He's gotta. He's gotta quit. That's the stupidest shit I ever heard. This <laughs> is. This is dumb. Like, I said, he was gonna play five more years. Five years ago, people thought it was ridiculous. You're not lying. So Brady, just keep doing the damn thing. Dude. And that defense, though, that's a shout out. The top fifteen. The, the Patriots' defense is a top 15 scoring fantasy player among all positions other than quarterback. That's crazy. So, all in a, in a standard scoring format in fantasy football, New England's defense is a top five non-quarterback scoring position. That's crazy. Shout out. Shout out the, the Patriots. I guess. All right. Moving on. Oh, well, real quick, before we move on, let's recap 1 through 10. I'm sorry. All right, let's do it. We're going to go uh, We're gonna go Patriots, Saints, Seahawks, Chiefs, Packers, then Niners, Vikings, Ravens, Cowboys, and the Texans. Okay. All right, so moving on now, we got the picks of the week. The last time we did picks of the week was week five. Yeah, and I do not. Again, I came unprepared. Oh, Tyler. Well, my record week five was eight and seven. My total record now is 32 and 15 for the weeks that we have made picks. God, I forgot to update it. <laughs> I gotta get. I've been bad at that this year. Yeah. Because we've been so sporadic, I keep forgetting. Yeah, it's been picks. it's been tough this season. We we got a, we got a lot of stuff going on yeah, in our in our right. lives, but we're we're back. We're here. We're good there. We we can always record our records. Yeah. All right. So we got the Thursday night game going on right now. Yes. It's uh, Kansas City in Denver, the Mile High City. Like we said, Kansas City's 4-2. and two. Denver, the complete opposite, at 2-4. and four. The line for this was Kansas City minus 3. It's currently still 20-6 to six with a little over five minutes to go in the third. I'm pretty sure we both had Kansas City winning this game. Yeah. Uh, the big news, obviously, though, Patrick Mahomes being helped off the field. It was reported that he reportedly had to get his knee popped back into place on the field before being helped off. Definitely not good news. He was ruled out for the rest of the game. Luckily, though, the Kansas City has the lead, and Denver's not that good. They're they're hobbled on defense. Flacco's been getting sacked a bunch. We, we watched yeah. a little bit of the, the first half before we started recording. Shout out Frankie Clark. Yeah, man. He, he completely ate up Joe Flacco on a play. But... Yeah. We can we can move on from Thursday. Yeah, it's it's no, pretty self-explanatory. I think, self I think, I think Chiefs are gonna wrap it up. That's a pretty easy pick. Yeah, but Sunday we got the ten o'clock games. So so funny. I keep I keep forgetting. I do my notes right, but I do my notes based on what I'm looking at. I yeah. that I have favorite teams. <laughs> so and you got I'm the Chargers like, up oh, in the morning. It's like oh, why do I have Chargers, Rams, Seahawks? Like 
all right up in the morning. Right at the top. That's funny. But first game we'll talk about, the Rams going to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. The Rams coming in at 3-3, three and three, coming off the loss to San Francisco. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons coming off a heartbreaking loss. Yeah. <laughs> they missed the field goal, or the extra point at the end of the game to tie it, and they ended up losing by one. Falcons coming in at 1-5. and five. The Rams are favored by three in this game. And like we said a little bit in the in the power rankings before Tyler stopped letting me talk about the Rams, the Rams made a huge trade and landed Jalen Ramsey. I'm not sure if he's going to play in, in Sunday's matchup against the Falcons. So, I mean, it's definitely big for the Rams to get Ramsey. But the offense needs to have a big day. And yeah. that's really what I'm looking for. Yeah. No, I mean, they got to fuck. Jerry Goff has to be. Jerry Goff's got to step the fuck up. Like, it's on Jerry Goff. He has to be Todd Gurley good. You know where Todd Gurley is at? Remember how you guys just talked about, oh, he could be MVP? You know? Well, it's tough for, for Jerry that's Goff. How, that's how good Jerry Goff has to be with the offense and shit. You know, Jerry. Todd Gurley is never running through that tunnel, the guy he was. No. And so they are in a moment of, like, McVay has got to really, like, coach up and really get golf prepared. Yeah. I think the defense can do a good enough job. I don't think that the defense is, like, a liability. They have, it's not just the talent, but, like, Aaron Donald can fuck up the, the interior off in the line by single-handedly, and then just, like, the rest, you know, they have great edge guys. The rest kind of doesn't, does, you know, works itself out, but... Yeah, they gotta, they gotta step up right now. They got like three weeks. Well, so their bye week, together. their bye week is week nine. They got the Falcons this week and then the Bengals next week. So I expect them to be five and three going into the bye. So I got them going down to Atlanta and taking the loss. God damn it, Tyler! I just think that I know it's bad, but I think that they don't know what to do right now. Well, listen, uh, their McVay, offensive line McVay's needs to step got, up. McVay has to figure out what Jerry Goff can do well. And carry the team. He can't do anything well if his protect offensive line's ball. not protecting him. He's got to protect the ball. He's got to score a lot of points like they were. Um, and then the Falcons on the opposite are like they are on the he- they have to they are on the heel end of their run together as a team. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn might get fired if they but lose this game. This, this is it for them. They lost that Super Bowl. They, this is the same team. They got all the talent in the world. No excuses. They're going to come in ready to play at home to get in the win. And I just don't think that the Rams, Jalen Ramsey might not play. Maybe be down in number one corner against arguably the best receiver in the game. It's just not a good matchup for the Rams. It's a 10 o'clock game? Yeah. It's a 10 o'clock game. So Well, and here's the thing. So for the for these Rams, they're, you know, they're getting at the, into the field at like 6, 7 a.m. Yeah. Uh, so that's a tough L. I think the I think the Falcons are coming out and get that dub. I really hope you're wrong. I'm I'm sticking with my guys. I got the Rams winning that game. The next game we got is the Miami Dolphins coming in winless at 0 and 5. They're going up to Buffalo to take on the Bills coming in at 4 and 1. Yep. You want to take a guess at what the line is? We got Buffalo nine and a half. Buffalo minus 17. Fuck! I don't know about all that. 
<laughs> I don't know if Buffalo's got enough juice for that, but I definitely got Buffalo winning this game. Yeah, I have, I have Buffalo winning this game, moving up to 5-1. To and one. The Dolphins, they just can't seem to get it together. Got to pick whoever the Dolphins are playing to win. Yeah. Moving on, we got the Jaguars going to Cincinnati. The Jaguars coming in at 2-4. and four. The Bengals, another winless team in the NFL. They're at 0-6. The line for this is Jacksonville minus 3.5. I'm going with your boy Minshew, man. There's no uh, reason going, for me not to. I'm going against him. Going with the Bengals, getting their first dub of the year. Really? I like the Bengals. They're at home. They're against kind of a, a novelty Jaguars team right now. Right now. When are the Jaguars Minshew. not a novelty team? Yeah, well, Minshew Mania, that's, that's the show right now. I like the Bengals to get their first win at home, and this is kind of a weaker opponent. No, no Ramsey. Yeah. So uh, I think this is a good time for them to strike. I don't think that Leonard Fournette is going to beat the Bengals by himself. Well, see that I think having the cloud of Jalen Ramsey no longer above the Jaguars, I think that's going to take a weight off their shoulders, and they're just going to play a it lot will, looser. It will in the long run, but in a short-term game plan scenario. They're, they're learning on the I mean, fly. listen. They're learning on the fly. Bengals are still missing A.J. Green. No, they are. They don't have much going on, but I think that they are playing better than 0-16. And, uh, There's a couple teams in the running for that this year. Yeah, and they, uh, yeah they're 0-6, but I like them to get their first win. Oh, Chiefs scored a touchdown. Matt Moore passed to Tyreek Hill for 57 yards. Let's go. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek on my fantasy team, baby. There it is. We love it. He's on my Blue Dog team. Nice. All right, next matchup we got an NFC North matchup. We got the number seven team in the TSK Show Power Rankings, the Minnesota Vikings, coming yes. in at four and two. They're yes. going to Detroit to take on the Lions, coming in at two, two and one. They got that tie against Arizona at the beginning of the season. Minnesota is favored minus two in this matchup. I got Minnesota coming in and getting the victory. I think. Last week was a good showing by the offense. The defense was incredible. I think they're just going to be running on all cylinders basically the rest of the season, man. I'm going to, I'm going to looks like I'm going to take this lead with the wins and losses, but uh-oh. Going with the Lions. Okay. This is one of my big games of the week. Yeah, uh, it's definitely a, a big matchup. I love the way the Lions, the Lions to me are the surprise team of the year. Just how well, well them in Oakland like the and San Francisco. The, the surprise teams of the year. Even them, it's not as surprising as, like, the Lions. I mean, even at 2-2-1, they should have won their last game. Yeah, they're much better than 2-2-1 represents. And so, I got I got the Vikings going to Detroit and taking the L against Stafford and the Lions. All right, well, we'll see what happens. They're pissed. Oh, they're, for sure they're like, pissed. The nation, the nation, like, locked in the fact that they lost because of the refs. Yeah. All right. Next matchup, we got the Oakland Raiders coming in at 3-2, and two, one of your surprise teams this year. Yep. They got to go to Lambeau to take on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers coming in at 5-1, and one, the number five team in the TSK Show Power Rankings. The line for this is Green Bay minus 4.5. How do you feel about that? I got Green Bay. Yeah, no Big doubt. No doubt. The Green Bay will cover that spread easily. Yeah. So, um, Rodgers is doing his thing, making them look good. But they don't got a lot going on. No Devontae Adams. Still getting the most out of all these guys. Making it look easy. Yeah. All right. Next matchup, we got the AFC South. 
ultimately, I think this is who it's going to come down to for the division, and that's what it feels like it's been for the past five, six years. Uh, we got the number 10 Houston Texans in the TSK Show Power Rankings coming in at 4-2. and two. They're going to Indy to take on the Colts coming in at 3-2. and two. The line for this is Indy minus 1. I got the Colts coming in and uh, upsetting the Texans. I got the Texans. I love the discrepancy this week, brother. I, I, I love it. This is a good one. I got I got to keep track of this one. Um, yeah, I got the Texans. I like Deshaun. He's playing MVP level, and that Colts team, man, just, just don't have enough juice, I don't think. Listen, man, Marlon Mack, T.Y. Ty, Hilton, Jacoby hey, Brissett. Marlon Mack's for real. He's, yeah. he's solid. And listen, that offensive line is... Top five, for Ooh, sure. Clinton Nelson's a beast. Yeah. All right, so you got the you got the Texans in that one. I got the Colts. Next matchup we got is the Arizona Cardinals going to the Big Apple to take on the Giants. Cardinals come in at two, three, and one. Giants come in at two and four. Line for this is New, uh, not New England, New York by a field goal. So Vegas has it close. I'm taking the Giants, baby. Perfect. Perfect. I got the Cardinals, baby. Give me Kyler Murray and Larry Fitzgerald all day. Saquon's coming back. The Terminator's coming back. Danny Dimes, they're they're rejuvenated with a young quarterback that always just does magic to a team. Yeah, we got two rookie quarterbacks going up against each other. They're playing at home against a team that's not great. So, I like New York to win this game. Okay. Well, listen, I think... Arizona, they they were able to beat Atlanta last week, so that was big. So, next matchup, we got San Francisco, the number six team in the TSK Show Power Rankings, coming in at 5-0. They're going to the nation's capital to take on the Redskins, coming in at 1-5. The line for this, San Francisco minus 10. Streak's going to go on. Yeah, they're going to 6-0, man. They're going 6-0, goddammit. I need (laughs) someone to step up. I mean, I know the Seahawks are going to come in and do their job, but... Somebody's got to step up over the next. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got two 2-4 two and four teams. The Chargers going to Tennessee. Tennessee obviously benching Marcus Mariota for Ryan Tannehill. So Ryan Tannehill is going to get the start at home. But the Chargers are pissed after that matchup against the Steelers losing at home on Sunday night football. Yeah, they're, they're arguably like one of the most disappointing teams of the year. For sure. But... They're hobbled with injuries, and even even with me saying that, I don't have much confidence in them winning the game, but I'm trusting Phillip Rivers over Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I got the Chargers. Yeah, I got, I got the Chargers winning that game. The line for it is Tennessee minus two. I think the Chargers cover that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm always hating on the Titans, so <laughs> I feel that. All right, next up we got the number two team in the TSK Show Power Rankings, the New Orleans Saints. Coming in at five and one, they're going to the Windy City to take on the Chicago Bears. It's gonna be a good one. Huge matchup for one. the NFC and what it means for the playoff picture. I feel like even though it is only week seven, yep. these two teams look to be in it come yeah. week sixteen. These are definitely playoff calibers matchups. Yeah, so the Saints at five and one, the Bears at three and two. The Bears are actually favored in this game, minus three and a half. Yeah, I, people still can't get behind a backup quarterback, just can't do it. I'm sticking with, with the Saints. I got, I got Teddy. I got Teddy Wentz. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, that Bears defense is, is scary. No, they're going to get to him. But I just think that 
you know, between Sean Payton and all those offensive weapons, they're going to be fine. Yeah, I agree. All right, the next matchup we got a big matchup, the return. Yeah. The return of ET3. Yeah. I'm benching him. Really? I can't. You I can't, can't play him? Dude, I can't watch him. <laughs> I can't watch. I have to just let him do his thing. I think he's going to do some crazy shit. Oh, he's going to be psyched for this and game. That's all, that's all I'm really like looking for out of this game is how he plays. Yeah, so we got the number eight team in the TSK Show Power Rankings. And Earl's coming to the link. Oh yeah, and he's gonna get he's gonna get he's gonna get a warm welcome for sure. He deserves it. You, you there's no none of this petty bullshit, none of this throwing Kershaw jerseys on the field. Okay, we're not bringing that up. We're not all bringing right. that up too soon. We're, we're not too soon. We're not doing all that. You don't like baseball. We're gonna bring we're gonna bring the love. He's gonna it's gonna be big time. You can mark my words. No 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 ill wills anywhere in that stadium. I hope not. So yeah, we got we got a top ten matchup. The the number eight team in the TSK Show Power Rankings, the Baltimore Ravens, at four and two, traveling to Seattle. It's gonna be fun, man. I'm yeah, ready. they're taking on the number three team, the Seattle Seahawks, coming in at five and one. The line for this is Seattle minus three and a half, and like we like we were saying, it's the return of Earl Thomas. He's gonna be jacked, but I got the Seahawks moving on to six and one. Yeah, I got I got the Seahawks winning. Um, my weird little thing for this game is like, it's going to be first downs and like field position win this game because they're, they're like mirror images on offense with the north south runner and the the pocket the outside of the pocket quarterback, whether it's big runs from Lamar or big passes from Russ. The, these offenses are going to hold off whatever offense can move the chains. That's all. That's the team that's going to win. Yeah, can't I agree. have three and outs. Because once, once you get the ball into Lamar or Russell's hands, they're going to hold on to it for a while. But, of course, you got the Hawks winning. Yeah. All right, the Sunday night football matchup this week. We got the Philadelphia Eagles coming in at 3-3. Three and three. They're traveling to Dallas, to Jerry's World, to take on the number nine team in the TSK Show Power Rankings. The Dallas Cowboys also coming in at 3-3. Three and three. Some of the best games ever. ever. I mean, that Deshaun Jackson punt return is been, unreal. Oh, that's a huge comeback from Vic, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, like, arguably the best regular season matchup. Like, when it comes to, like, two teams meeting in the regular season, this is the creme de la creme, as they say. Steelers-Ravens is up there. Nah, dude. Nah, I gotta still take Cowboys-Eagles. Uh they're just too good, man. They're just too electrifying. Big, big cities, big football towns, big, big players every time. I don't know why. I, yeah, well, everything I, you just said, I agree with, but I'm gonna retract what I said about the Deshaun Jackson returning because I remembered it's, it was against the Giants, not the Cowboys. I got the two blue teams mixed up. Yeah, Michael Vick had a massive comeback against the Cowboys, though. In one, in, yeah, in one no, Ma- Vick did do that, but the Deshaun Jackson play was against yeah. the Giants. I now, the, the Eagles, Eagles-Cowboys, Eagles just great games. All yeah. those, the Vick teams, the McNabb teams, the Romo teams, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I got the Cowboys just really because they're out. I got the Eagles coming in and spoiling the party. I think, I think Cowboys will be able to control the rock with, uh, with the Eagles. The only thing standing in the way of the Cowboys is Dak. 
He hasn't looked that good. Dak gets out of the way and lets them win the game, they'll be fine. All right, well, we'll see. All right, the Monday night matchup, the New England Patriots going to New York to take on the Jets. The New England Patriots, the number one team in the TSK Show Power Rankings, undefeated 6-0, the Jets 1-4. Sam Darnold looked great in his return from Mono. Yeah, he did. I watched that whole game. That was a good one. Yeah, but the line for this, New England minus 10. They're moving on to 7-0. It's, it's pretty easy. They're moving on to 7-0. <laughs> but, man, the Jets are going to be ready to go. Yeah, no, it's going to be a the fun Jet, game. The Jets fans, that stadium, they're going to be psyched. Yeah, Monday, Monday Night, Night Football, football prime time. Sam Darnold, Monday Night Football, they want all the smoke. That's what they want. They want the big-time, prime-time games with their prime-time quarterback. Yeah. All right, the bye weeks this week, we got the Carolina Panthers at 4-2, and two, the Browns, the Steelers, and the Buccaneers all at 2-4. and four. So, yeah, that, uh, that wraps up the picks of the week and the power rankings. Uh, so let's move on. Tyler, you had a list of the top ten coaches doing the best job so far in the NFL. Yeah, because there's some teams that like I want to give shouts to, but they're not necessarily a power rankings team. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot of these teams are in the power rankings, but I want to like extend the the level of the job that's being done. Um, number ten, we're gonna start out getting over with real quick because I'm a Seahawk guy, but I got Pete Carroll. That's fine. I got I got to go with the, him, you know. Every the last two seasons, losing so many big names, flipping the team over again. Speaking of the Seahawks, Matt Hasselbeck just liked one of my tweets. Fuck! Shout out Matt <laughs> Matt Hasselbeck. Somebody asked me this question the other day. I don't know who it was, but asked me who my favorite Seahawk of all time was. And and Matt Hasselbeck. Just kept coming to my head. Marshawn Lynch, you know, all these guys. But Matt, Matty, Matty Hasselbeck, man, fucking love that guy. Yeah. Went to two of his quarterback camps. So the tweet that I, that I tweeted out, it was a response to a, a Pat McAfee video. Because Pat McAfee yeah. and Matt Hasselbeck are on a broadcast right. team together yeah. for Thursday yeah. Night Football. Yeah. And Pat McAfee was on the, the, the ground. And Adam Amin, the play-by-play guy, and Matt Hasselbeck were on a raised little platform. So Pat was doing a video basically complaining that he was on the ground. And Matt Hasselbeck just comes up behind him and kind of just pats him on the head. So I just tweeted, like, it was a bold move for Hasselbeck to, to pat Pat McAfee on the head. And so Hasselbeck liked it. So that's pretty cool. Shout so, out to Matt Hasselbeck. So, yeah, Pete Carroll is doing a great coaching job. Um, keeping the team at five and one, I don't think a lot of people had us at five and one. So uh, shout out Pete Carroll, number nine. I got Frank Reich in Indianapolis. Lost their franchise quarterback in the preseason, and he just kept his team at three and two, winning record. Going, yeah. Going into going into week seven, winning record. Uh, lost your franchise quarterback. I got to give him props. It's a great coaching job. Then at number eight, I got John Harbaugh, the Baltimore Ravens. Four and two with the first year uh, with Lamar Jackson starting. Um, that 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 conference is always tough, so they've kind of outtouched everybody in that division. <coughs> Sorry. Um, so I got John Harbaugh did a great job coaching Lamar Jackson and being who they are. Yeah, listen, his starting quarterback was supposed to be a running back, and look what he's done with him. Yeah, be you, man. You know what I mean? Be you. Do, do what you do. 
Uh, then at number seven, I got Ron Rivera, the Panthers. Four and two, losing Cam Newton. Undefeated with uh, their backup. Undefeated with their backup. It's, it's, uh, he continues to always impress me with his coaching ability. How many wins he can get out of teams that I don't think are that talented. And I've always been a Cam Newton hater, so i got to give him the benefit of the doubt there. Yeah. Um, then we got Sean Payton, 5-1. and one, Coming at number six. Undefeated without Breeze. I think that says enough. He just continually shows you that he is the the next guy after Belichick. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, number five, we got Matt LaFleur, Packers. To, to keep a Packers team that doesn't have as much talent as it normally does at 5-1, and one, um, coaching Aaron Rodgers, that's a tough job. Yeah, very tough uh, job. I think giving him more of the rings is a, is a great coaching move. So I got him as a top five coaching job. Coming in at number four, I talked a little bit about this one, but I got Matt Patricia as the Lions, 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. Interesting. I okay. think he should have won a couple of those games. One, I think he lost due to the refs. So I really like that he has nothing to work with. I mean, I thought this was a bottom five team. And they've kept a 500 record right now. They can, they can win this week and be a winning football team. So uh, for him to have them in that position right now, I mean, he's doing a really good job. Number three, I got Sean McDermott of the Buffalo Bills, four and one, with the team again that I don't think is middle of the road talent wise. Yeah, second year starter. Second year starter. And, you know, it's just, it's Buffalo, man. It's tough. It's like... It's In like, our lifetime, Buffalo has never been this it's good. It's like the Minnesota Timberwolves, kind of, of the, of the NFL. It's just not a sexy place to play. Stars don't see the last there. And they can never quite get it right. And, the, and they got Big Brother. Yeah. I mean, they're always playing against the Patriots, so it's tough. But they're they're putting themselves in a great position. But if I can remember last year, they were like 5-0 and at this point in the year. And it was like kind of the talk of the season. And uh, so I like them to kind of drop off, but he's done a great coaching job so far. And then at, coming in at number two, I got Chucky, the man himself, John Gruden of the Raiders. Um, the Raiders were a team everybody counted out. Especially after Antonio Brown left. Especially after Antonio. I mean, it was like you were done. And I can't say this enough. The Raiders are that team you do not want to play where everyone was counted out. No. They've got nothing to prove. Look at what they did in London to the Bears. They've, they've continually done. They're a winning team. They're three and two. So uh, with the Chargers where they're at, with the Chiefs at a crossroads, with Patrick they Mahomes, they win the division. It's crazy to say so, that. So John Gruden, rightfully so, the second best coaching job in the league so far to me. And he's had a lot to deal with off the field a and on to, the field. A lot to deal with. He, he stuck with this guy Derek Carr. And then he's got a, he's just coaching up a bunch of guys that want to play football. Yep. Not big names. And then the number one, I think everybody's got this guy, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, no of, doubt. Uh, of the Niners, 5-0. Doing the damn thing. Yeah. People didn't know what, what we're going to get out of Garoppolo, come off an injury. Um, they didn't they didn't win a lot of games last year. So to come out and punch everybody in the mouth, they're probably going to go 6-0 and after this week. Uh, best coaching job in the league. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, that list is very solid. I really got, I got no real qualms with Yeah, I mean, there's that. coaches that are winning football games, but I think that a good coaching job to me is how you deal with adversity and how do you coach the players that are available on your team today. Yeah. Because you have what you have. Exactly. So you have to coach them up to a degree. And that's things that, you know, Pete Carroll, Sean Payton, John Gruden – 
I think those are things that those guys are doing. Yeah. Well, the latest update, uh, real quick, from Adam Schefter about Patrick Mahomes' knee is the Chiefs will, quote, will not know more uh, on Patrick Mahomes' injury until imaging reveals the extent of the damage. So the, so the update is there's no update. Sure. We can go with that. <laughs> but they, they are expecting to see some damage, is what they're saying. Yeah, it's not good. So they Matt, could... Matt ice. The Chiefs could potentially be without Patrick Mahomes for the foreseeable future. Yeah. But, all right, you want to run through those ten coaches real quick, and then we'll move on to the two-minute draw? Um, yeah, one sec. Let me get this iPad going again. Go from top to bottom real quick. Kyle Shanahan, John Gruden, Sean McDermott, Matt Patricia, Matt LaFleur. And then I'm going to Sean Payton, Ron Rivera, John Harbaugh, Frank Reich, and Pete Carroll. Okay. All right, so we haven't done this in a while, but... It's an old segment, the two-minute drill, where we both come up with questions and we don't really know what they are beforehand and we kind of just give a two-minute response to what the question is. I got three questions for Tyler, so we're going to start it off with the first question and I will let you know when to start the timer. So it was announced last week that Vontez Burfik would be suspended for the remainder of the season. His appeal was denied. And it's the longest suspension for an on-field transgression in NFL history. Obviously, Burfick has a history of what most would call dirty play. Burfick has led the NFL with 23 personal fouls since entering the NFL in 2012, including the playoffs. His 15 flags for unnecessary roughness since 2012 also lead the league. And he has been fined a total of $469,119 for on-field violations in his career the most of any player since 2013, which does not include the approximate $3.7 million he's forfeited in game checks due to suspensions for on-field violations. So my question is, will we see Vontez Burfick ever play a game in the NFL again? I don't think so. I think this is a bad, he's in a bad uh, cycle. Yeah, I'd say so. Probably, you know, going to be flirted with blackballed. Just people, I mean, you can't you can't employ this guy that's been kind of labeled as a dirty player. Now, on another note, I don't think, you know, I, I would sign him, but because I think it's part, I, partly I think he's been labeled a dirty player from the jump, so he's been targeted. I mean, people just watch him a little closer than the next guy. But I also think that, like, I mean, I think the, it's gone. the reputation is warranted. Yeah, no, it is warranted, but once you get the rep, like in Dominican, him and Dominican Sue and these guys, then all of a sudden they watch a lot more. Well, for sure. So you, you, you're given less of a leash than everybody else. But, I mean, that hit he had on Jack Doyle was no, I mean, completely inexcusable. Well, and, the thing, and here's the other thing. It's just like, he's just trying to play football the way it's not... They're trying not to play. Well, and exactly. So it's kind of a it's kind of a poster child for like what they're trying not to have. Yeah, and I think at a certain point, when do other players start voicing their opinions about the guy? Because other players, that's kind of just like dry snitching almost. It's just. But I mean, you you don't want to take away a guy's like way he makes money. This is how he's like. But he's taking away they're making money by. Costing them games played. Yeah, if you believe that it's malicious, now a lot of players do, but it's still just flirting with a lot to just 
why go out and say anything at all? You could just not say anything. True. You know, I don't think that, you know, but if you're playing him, on the other hand, it's like, he's an intimidating dude, and he, play, he plays he plays a certain way, and he's kind of, you know, he's a thug on the field. Yeah. All right. You're probably going to get mad at me for this question, since we've talked about it uh, a bit tonight. But with Jalen Ramsey finally getting his wish to being traded away from Jacksonville, is he the answer to the Rams' problems that basically they've had since the start of the season? Oh, man. I don't, I, I don't need two minutes on this one. I'm trying to stretch out the answer because <laughs> that's a solid no. That's a he, solid no? He is not the answer. Uh-oh. That's not what I like to hear. No, because, I mean, you're going from, like, a good corner that took plays off to, like, a great corner. So it's like, yeah, there's, like, 10, 10 15 plays a game. He probably got better. Yeah. But this is not a dude that's not playing quarterback. Yeah. And he's not and he's not he's not controlling the run game. He's not milking the clock. You know, he's stopping number one receivers and you gotta do that, but they have those guys. Okay, hear me out. He Would, is not he is not going to take you back to the promised land. You're not gonna start scoring forty five points a game because of Jalen Rams. No, no, no. But Here's an idea on defense. Given the Rams' current secondary situation, mm-hmm. getting rid of Marcus Peters but upgrading with Jalen Ramsey, yep. they have Aqib Tlaib on IR, unfortunately, again. So he won't be eligible to return until later on in the season. They're dealing with a few more injuries. John Johnson is also hurt. So they're relying on Jalen Ramsey and rookie Troy Hill. What would you say to put Jalen Ramsey on the second-best receiver of who they're playing and double the number one receiver of the team they're playing against. Because our number two cornerback is not as is not as good as the other team's number two receiver. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just, psychologically, that's not good. Okay. I just think psychologically, if, who are they playing this week? Julio Jones? Yes. So I'm saying. So listen. I think, I think if Jalen plays, if Jalen plays, if, if Julio Jones lands up and sees anybody on the field other than he's like clapping his hands, like, "Hey, Matt, look what you know, like, yeah. look over here, you know." Yeah. I don't care. Put three guys on him; it's not gonna work. <laughs> you have to put top. You have to put dogs on dogs. Okay. You know what I mean? You have to fight. You gotta fight star power. Put star power on defense because it makes every. You you have a whole area of your of your field that you don't have to worry about because of him. That's what he brings to the table. Yeah. So then you have ten guys working this much smaller piece of land. Okay. That's the way you do it. I what that's more of a basketball thing. I think what you're talking about that yeah. that like that, that like mindset, I, that I got idea. Yeah. Of like the Danny Green guarding the the star of the James Harden. Yeah, I got you. You know, where he's like, no, I think you need, you got to put that star, because Jalen Ramsey eats wide receivers for lunch, you know? Yeah. All right, last question. It's been an absolutely brutal year for quarterbacks, and I'll kind of just run through the list real quick. Andrew Luck retired. Eli Manning's been benched. Sam Darnold got mono. Nick Foles broke his collarbone. Drew Brees has a torn thumb ligament. Cam Newton, there's no timetable for his return. Big Ben had season-ending elbow surgery. And then tonight, 
Patrick Mahomes was helped off the field in Thursday Night Football and could be out for the foreseeable future. But I want to talk about two of the legends on that list real yeah, quick. Yeah, I know the two. Because so, it's the end for these two. Well. I think I know the two you're going to talk about. Okay. Focusing on Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees. Oh, I was so close. I thought for sure you were going to say. You going to Eli? I thought you were going to say Ben and Eli. No. I want to focus on Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees for a second. All right. Because I think they're both going to come back. Drew Brees, I think, is is obviously coming back. Drew Brees is coming back. Big Ben, more of a question mark, but I still think he's going to come back. He put out a statement after the surgery that he said he is going to try and come back as, and be stronger than ever and all I that. I mean, if he wants to come back, he'll come back. Now, what we see when he comes back is... So that's, that's exactly my question. Will Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees ever be the same if and when they return to game action? Uh, Drew Brees, yes. Ben Roethlisberger, no. Okay. We're done. It's over. It's it's Tommy John surgery. Yeah, which is crazy to think that a football player is getting Tommy John surgery. It's going to be tough to watch him try to come back. I think it's going to be nothing left on the arm. He's a big, uh, like, unmobile person. It's just <laughs> he's not going to have he's not going to have a lot going on with going on for him. Yeah, I think the Steelers got to understand that that was the that was the end. That was Andrew Roethlisberger's career was that injury. Yeah, it's it's crazy to to throw it out loud. Yeah, and it, it always sucks when when an athlete doesn't get to 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 walk out on the game on his own terms. Yeah. So uh, no, but I, he will. You think so? Yeah, you, yeah. He, I think it's not it's not a career ender in the sense that he's never going to play again. It's he's career, just not going to be the same. He, it's done. We we'll never get the guy we got to see again. It's never gonna be the same. It's over. Like we got, we got what we got, and now it's done. The prime of Ben Roethlisberger is over. It's yeah. Fucking sad. How much time we got left? Forty-four. Okay, so in forty seconds, Eli, uh, he's retiring. Yeah, Eli. He's, he's got to right. Eli's the other one that is kind of just sad. I think it's over. Yeah, it's it's tough to see how. But both those there. guys to me are. Hall of Famers. Oh, no doubt. Eli, Ben. Boy. Ben's got three rings. Ben, Ben, Ben. No, he's got two. Oh, yeah, two. Sorry. He's got two. They both have two. Yep. Crazy. Eli's arguably the best, um, like, super villain in sports. Listen, history. he's the only one to beat the Patriots. All, all he did, all he did was beat the unbeatable team. Literally. Never, they were undefeated. I, I just like never seen a kryptonite. It's not like the Bulls didn't have a kryptonite. The Spurs didn't have a kryptonite. The 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 Lakers and Celtics were each other's kryptonites. But but that wasn't like because they were both so dominant. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't surprising. Right. It wasn't right. like the Sixers. No, we knew. fucked up the eighties like the eighties Celtics all the time. Right. But the Celtics just happened to get the rings. No, this is those were like two dominant forces. Yeah. It's just so like the Giants are a step below the Patriots. Eli Manning is a step below Tom Brady, but they are the kryptonite. They're they they should not be, but they are the, his weakness. I'm honestly not even sure David Tyree played another football game after the, the Super Bowl. I, I hope not. <laughs> hey, what a way to go out though with the helmet catch. Yeah. But all right, I, I got to get a shout out after this episode. You know, shout it out. 
mean, we're, we're I done. Mean, the, I mean, the shout out is good for this episode. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, we're, it's, we're it's, wrapping I'm it up. I'm shouting out the XFL. I've, oh. been, I've been on board with it for for a good chunk of time just because I love the way they've developed everything. Maybe it's just good marketing, but they started with really good coaches and they got all their their cities, their logos, their colors, and they got all their coaches. So you had just this base. And then they got they they made all these this big quarterback, their first sign, Landry Jones. Yeah. You know, Pittsburgh. Former Steelers, Steelers quarterback. Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Oklahoma Sooners, you know, just like big time. Um, big time name. So I was like, okay, they're building the league around coaches and quarterbacks. Like that's a good start. Yeah. And then they just had their draft. Lots of great names showed out in the draft. Lots of lots of guys that you'd recognize. Nelson Spruce got and, drafted by the LA Wildcats. And then it's like the way they did the draft was just so awesome that I think it's going to be a very competitive league where they had one round was just for quarterbacks. Oh, wow. Okay. One round was for skilled players. One round was for O-linemen. One round was for front seven. One round was for DBs. And then they had an open draft. Interesting. So after they did all the positions, you got your chance to get all your starters. Then they basically like had to fill your roster draft. I like that concept a lot. No, actually. it was dope because it gave everybody a top ten quarterback, everybody a top ten running back. Yeah, there's only everybody. eight to eight or ten teams in the league, right? Yes, there's 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 ten. Okay. Um, and so yeah, it was it was really cool. Uh, a lot of local kids got drafted to local teams. Yeah. Uh, I was pissed that the Seattle team didn't take Aaron Murray. No, oh, that would have been cool. They, they they passed up on him and he went right after them. But we took a kid. Uh, Brandon Silvers from Troy, some prolific passer. Okay. But, um, yeah, so shout-out to XFL. I think they did a good job. I think it's actually going to stick. It's going to be the first pro league to, like, make it the season. Um, and then shout-out to the Seattle team for getting B.J. Daniels. Okay. A, a, a Hawks quarterback. And then uh, the real shout-out to XFL, Casey Williams, a wide receiver uh, from Seattle who played at the historic Skyline High School. Um, and then in Seattle, played at the University of Washington in Seattle, played for the Hawks, and now is played now is playing for the Seattle Dragons. Nice. Well, uh, I'm gonna shout out Jalen Ramsey, the newest member of the Rams. Welcome to LA, Jalen. Uh, you can't spell Ramsey without R A M S. So the city is excited to have That's you. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I haven't heard that yet. Yeah. So the city the city is excited to have you. We expect big things from you, and uh, we can't wait to see what you bring to the team. I tell you what, it's this is prime time Deion Sanders in 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 Dallas in the nineties. I love it. That's what this is. This is this is a match made in heaven. I think He's ready to go. Jalen Ramsey in L.A. is a match made in heaven. Yeah, and then also real quick, happy early birthday to you, Tyler. We got a little under four hours left until it's your birthday, so I just want yes, to wish sir. you. A year of happiness, health, and success. There it is. Happy birthday, brother. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So with that, that wraps up this episode of the TSK Show. Don't forget, you can find us at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on social media, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Pacholke. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Anchor as well. And we are now on Spotify. Just type in keyword TSK show to find us wherever you listen to the podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you decide to listen to the TSK show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. We appreciate you all so much for listening. 
Stay tuned for the next episode of the TSK Show. Peace. Later.